The living room. It's a place you can get comfortable, kick up your feet, and be yourself. Couches and conversation. We're just people living life, but not just any life. The life Jesus invites us to live with Him. We're learning together, having fun, and sharing experiences. And that happens right here in the living room. Welcome to the Living Room Podcast. My name's Gunnar, and I'm in the living room with my wife, Bethany. Hello. And together we lead the dwelling. It's a community of believers in Savannah, Georgia, and in the surrounding area. And man, we are just going to have an awesome conversation with two special guests tonight, um, Paul and Carrie Zimmerman. Hey, everybody. These, these guys are the real deal and the realest of deals. <laughs> and they are the most encouraging people I know. And uh, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourselves, what, what it is that you are and do. <laughs> All right. Well, my name is Paul. Um, what I do is I work at Chick-fil-A. I'm a director at Chick-fil-A um, down on Victor Drive, and I've been with Chick-fil-A for oh, about 12 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, I was born in Wisconsin, family moved around a little bit, and ended up meeting Carrie in college in South Carolina, and um, from there we've been in Tennessee, and back down here in um, in Georgia. Yes, which is where I grew up. I grew up in Garden City, big old Garden <laughs> City, Georgia. Um, but now I am a homeschooling mama. We have three kids. Ella is 16, Andrew is 12, and Ethan is 7. And we've been homeschooling the whole time, so 12 years of homeschooling, and I just stay home with them, doing school and taking them to swim practice and (laughs) doing laundry and dishes. I was about to say, just stay home with them isn't just stay home with them. Right? Cool. So that is, speaking of homeschooling, it's perfect that we have you in the living room (laughs) today because suddenly this year, so many families are suddenly first time either homeschooling families or virtual learning families. And so we just wanted to get you in here. You said you had been homeschooling for 12 years now. I mean, that would make you... A an graduate. <laughs> that would make you a homeschooling expert, expert and graduate. Level. And so we just wanted to kind of get you to talk with us um, since your family has been six, very successfully doing this. I must say, if you know their kids, then you know that this is a, a successful endeavor that they have taken on. And so we just wanted to um, just get your thoughts for some of us who are uh, first-timers or maybe even need a little encouragement if um if this isn't the first year so sure thing yeah so you said 12 years yep 12 years so what what was the decision to homeschool like how did you guys come to that decision great question that is a good question um we I, i graduated with a teaching degree from college and i always knew i wanted to teach but then um i think before we had kids we talked about you know are we gonna send them to school are we going to homeschool and i wasn't opposed to school i just knew if we were in an area that had a great school system then we probably would have been okay with it but at the time we weren't in a great school system area and so we said um you know i just want to try it i want to give it a try because 
we felt really strongly, especially about the early years of homeschooling, that we wanted to build a strong spiritual foundation for our kids when they were so impressionable. And, and we wanted to make sure that what they were hearing, what they were learning was the truth about God and his word and right. the world around them that we believed in. And, and we wanted to put that in them at a young age. So they had that ability to build on that foundation. And so we thought we would just um, give it a try and see how it worked. And Paul's support was huge because I feel like it's a family decision. Like you really, you, your whole family needs to be on board to really make it work well. You can do it. And there are situations where I know people have to struggle with somebody not being on board, one spouse or the other, and, and you can still have successful homeschooling. But it sure does make it easier when sure. everybody's supporting it. And and he was 100% on board. So that's kind of where we started. And then that meant I had to stay home. So I had to quit working when I got pregnant with Ella. And we had to make that sacrifice financially and, you know, no more work for me. But I was going to be home investing, you know, in our kids. Right. So that's what kind of got us started with it. Well, tell us um, just a little bit about your experience because I know, um, you know, you said, well, hey, let's just try it. Mm -hmm. And that's where a lot of families are right now yes. as they're listening yeah. to this podcast. Hey, let's just try it. Mm -hmm. And so we would love to learn a little from you um, maybe before we make mistakes or before we um and so could you just tell us a little bit about what have been some of your biggest challenges while you have been homeschooling and either how you are overcoming those or mm -hmm. how you're addressing those challenges now um biggest challenges i think in the very beginning is just what do we do like what curriculum do we do what's our how are we going to teach our kids you know because there, in this day and age, there is so much out there that's available for homeschooling. You know, it used to not be so accessible, and now there's just curriculum, materials, books, everything's out there. So, the biggest challenge I think is just navigating what what do we, which curriculum, yeah. what do we choose, and and it's a little overwhelming at first. But talking to people that have homeschooled, looking online, studying the curriculums, looking at samples. That's the best way just to kind of narrow that down. So that's a challenge. Um, and then developing a routine because you basically restructure your whole home life mm -hmm. around homeschooling. Because if it's just an afterthought and life just goes on like normal, then you're not going to commit to homeschooling like sure. you should. Yeah. And it'll be pushed. Oh, today we just, we don't have the time for it today. We got to do this other stuff. So you really, it's a whole mindset shift of, reorganizing the structure of how we do life and putting that emphasis on school and that's that's a big upheaval especially for people that aren't used to that and didn't necessarily choose it you know with covid and all that i know a lot of people are being pushed into it and now they're like what do we do how do we how do yeah. we organize our life and so that's a challenge mm -hmm. to restructure and um, get it to where it works for your family and there's always a um i hear i hear this a lot and well, let me, let's just touch on this. So, you hear both sides of the spectrum. You hear different viewpoints mm -hmm. concerning homeschooling. And I know from from one side, you get the thing of there's all the ne you know all the negative and all the mm -hmm. uh, negative parts of it. And then there's the other. So it's like 
no, you shouldn't homeschool your kids. You, you know, and so, so there's almost like a shaming thing mm-hmm. involved with that of like, oh, you homeschool your kids. Are they okay? Are like, they weird? Are yeah. they weird? Are they, they not socialized? They anybody? <laughs> and then on the other, yeah. you know, the other end is like, oh, you don't homeschool, you know, like you yeah. put your children in public school, you know, it's yeah. like, so I think, I don't know really where I was going with this, but it seems like there's just a lot of the shaming thing that mm-hmm. goes into both really coming from no matter ways. what you choose yeah. to do, there's always going to be an argument or whatever. What are some ways like that you have maybe dealt and navigated some of those even opinions mm-hmm. and just some negative negative things about it? Mm-hmm. Have you nav- navigated that? Or have you had to? Or you're like, we don't care. We're just going <laughs> to. Yeah. Maybe just a little both. You know, yeah. there are people that are very opinionated about um Really? You really? Homeschool? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, first of all, I think you can't, we shouldn't. It's a big problem. that, And it goes both ways. And I, I even heard that in the homeschooling community when all these moms and dads were deciding, we have to pull our kids out of school. We've got to do virtual learning. We're homeschooling. And they're like, oh, that's not homeschooling. Right. You're just mm-hmm. virtual learning at home. Right. And, you know, and it's just this negative look and bottom line what does God call your family to do? Yeah. What he calls your family to do is not going to be the same as the Joneses over here or the Smiths over there. Right. And whatever he calls you to do is what you do. And you obey and you follow. Because what we do isn't going to fit what you do or someone else. Mm-hmm. And can you, and this is, I talked about this with my kids and all the time. It's like, can you send somebody to school? Can a parent teach them to love Jesus and love others and they go to school? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Can you homeschool and teach your kids to love Jesus and love others? Absolutely. It, it, it's what goes on in the home and how yeah, they exactly. they take on that teaching that it can look in all kinds of different ways right. school homeschool we've chosen it because it's what we want to do and what we feel god led us to do yeah. and it fits it works we've the kids love it they're happy and so as long as they're happy we're going to keep doing it and so but it is terrible that people want to look down on somebody because they've chosen a different path right and we can't do that you know, I don't want to shame a mom who, you know, maybe a single mom who would love to homeschool exactly. and yeah. they have no other option but to send their kids to school. So let me support that mom. What can I do to help her and encourage her? And right. and you've got homeschooling families who don't do a good job of homeschooling. You know, I mean, there's going to be, it's all over the place, yeah. you know. So. so clarifying that I love that. Just like, what is God telling your family to do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just staying in that lane yes as long as we stay in the lane that god has put us in that clarifies a lot yeah Yeah. i have a question for for you paul now for the i'm not saying that every homeschool family that it will be the mom doing the virtual learning or the mom who is doing the homeschooling and the dad goes off to work but it seems like most cases Mm -hmm. that is how it is so i would like to ask you with all the years that you um have been playing a role in in your children's homeschooling how do you um what would you tell the dads listening or the the spouse who is not the primary homeschooling spouse how do you um how do you encourage carrie how do you stay active in the process um you know what role do you play and how would you encourage those spouses or those family members or even friends of a homeschooling Mm -hmm. parent how do you um how do you keep her encouraged that's 
Yeah, that's great. And in our situation, um, Carrie is, she's a teacher and she's a great teacher. Um, and so it is natural for her to do that. So it was, it, I am not a teacher necessarily, not in that, not in an academic way for sure. And so it's very natural for her to be the one to do the teaching. Um, so to support her, um, a lot of times it's something easy as, um, you know, can you go over vocabulary with the kids? Can you help them with their math lesson? And a lot of it's laid out. It's not like I have to go study and figure out, you know, yeah. I'm not figuring, I'm not figuring out calculus to go teach. Them. <laughs> That's you know, reassuring. Right. <laughs> I'm working on my, you know, tens facts or something like that with, mm-hmm. um, I can do tens. Right. I can do that. <laughs> um, so there's times like that where I can just help out with things that are already laid out and, um, where I'm not actually doing the teaching, but I do have enough knowledge to be able to help figure out, you know, little things that, that I would say more in the elementary. Mm-hmm. Well, you've sat down elementary with geometry. Yeah, I've done a little <laughs> bit of that. Um, and then some other um, things that I do to help is just, if she's, if Carrie's busy working with the kids and of course, um, with me working at Chick-fil-A, I've got a flexible, a flexible schedule Sometimes I work morning, sometimes I work night. So it just works out that um, there's times where I'm home during the time that they're homeschooling. And so if I'm just doing things around the house to help her so that she's not having to do it after the fact, after doing school all day long, then that's how I I try to help as well. He does dishes, laundry. He'll make lunch so that when we come to a stopping point, it's ready and they can jump right in it. We don't have to waste time for me then go in and fix it. So... Those are huge ways that it supports me. And just the fact that when I struggle, like almost every year before we start, I get like, oh my goodness, are we going to be able to do it? Especially (laughs) as we got after 12 years, you still have those And I think it's gotten harder because as the kids have gotten older, as Ella's pushing high school, there's a lot more expectation on those years. Elementary was great, but he'll just be like, you can do this every year. You come to this point Mm -hmm. and you're going to get through it. It's hard for a couple of weeks, but you're going to do it. And he's just that voice of reason that just reminds me things I know, but you know, the emotions kind of kick mm-hmm. in as you're yeah. trying to prepare. And he's just a steady support that hundred percent always has my back, you know, and for me, I'm on the, I'm more or less on the outside looking in. So I'm seeing this from, we have done this year after year, but she's, you know, at some times in the thick of it of she's researching what books to get and, um, and purchasing them and all those kind of things where I'm not in the middle of that. I'm not looking online. I'm not researching and doing that, but she is. So that's where I try to be that supportive. I'm on the outside saying, oh, okay, we've done this before. Mm-hmm. We'll do it again. And um, you're amazing at this. So don't worry. You know, it's, we're going to make the right choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 12 years in, you still get overwhelmed at times yeah. so yeah i'm pretty sure you're making some people feel a lot better yeah. right now by saying that so. i have talked to people this week who you know they're on maybe week two of virtual mm-hmm. learning or homeschool and it's been an overwhelming mm-hmm. week oh, just trying to get into the routine trying to figure everything out what would you say to those people right now who it's like they were really excited mm-hmm. to start but now the reality has set in and they're on week two or three or whatever they're on and it's they're they're thinking 
Did well, I make the wrong decision? Yeah. What have we done? Yeah, what have we done? Did we ruin our lives? Can I do this? Yeah. I'm scared. I'm overwhelmed. I don't know if I'm doing a good mm-hmm. job. Um, what would you tell those people right now that have just started? Well, I, I've had somebody ask me that specific question that was overwhelmed, and I just said, give yourself grace. Just it takes a while to develop routine. Yeah. And what's week two might work, week four might not, mm-hmm. and you have to readjust. And that's part of, you know, a good homeschool environment is knowing there's not rigidity in what we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's routine, but with flexibility. Yeah. And life happens and you have to dump the routine sometimes because a funeral or, you know, whatever, things things happen in life. And so I would just say give yourself grace to say, keep doing what you're doing. Sometimes you might need to knock off one or two things for that week. Just and that's let's okay. Put, it's okay. Right. You're going to get to it. And that's the joy of homeschooling. It might take you one month longer than regular school, mm-hmm. but your sanity will be intact at the end because you've not <laughs> stressed yourself out so bad in the beginning. So um, one day at a time, just focus on the, the victories of that day and try not to look too far ahead. That's where I get myself in trouble. It's like, we've got to mm-hmm. do this down the road. It's like, okay, well, we're not even there yet. Let's mm-hmm. do today well. And then tomorrow will fall. Well, that's what and Jesus then the next even day. told us, right? <laughs> right. Matthew, yes. is it Matthew 6? Yes. Don't yes. worry about tomorrow. Yeah. Today has enough exactly. trouble of its own, mm-hmm. but just give yourself grace. And I will add on to that, especially for those that are just getting into it. Remember that you're, you're the one learning too. You're the mm-hmm. one in, the, in mm-hmm. the student role as the teacher, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And just like... You're focused on the kids learning, but this is a whole brand new ball game for you too. Mm-hmm. So like Carrie said, yeah. give yourself some grace yeah. mm-hmm. and just know that there's going to be a learning curve and with right. learning curves, sometimes there's mistakes. It's okay. That's where the flexibility of homeschooling is. You readjust and just like you have to find how your child learns the best, mm-hmm. you've got to also figure out how you are going to teach the best or mm-hmm. where your routine fits in the best. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, grace on both ends mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah. good that's good advice so what do you do practically on the tough days no not that we're you know not that we're just proclaiming that it's going to be the <laughs> the worst thing ever but but there's yeah. a reality maybe it just maybe we've experienced yeah, that before yeah. to we've, be honest maybe we've had a few but i mean practically like what what do you do i mean i know you got encouragement over here yes mr encouragement himself (laughs) you know but he does encourage what are some practical ways that you could maybe give give some people some advice of like not just cheer yourself up and keep going you know like what do you actually well sometimes sometimes? it's let's stop today let's quit today yeah Mm. um put the books aside if tears and we've had days we have had more good days than bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, it's yeah. been sure. really wonderful, but there are days that have ended with tears and frustrations, and you can't just force, you can't just push through that wall. You got to stop because obviously there's a problem. We've got to figure out what the problem is, and sometimes it's just put that book away or that assignment, and let's stop for today. You've you've had enough. We're done. We'll pick it up tomorrow when you have fresh eyes, fresh mind. And sometimes it's just they've got to learn to push through a tough time. Other times it's let's reassess and see if we need to do this a different way. Yeah. And that's where the, the joy of homeschooling is that my kid is not learning this right now, this way. So yeah. let me find and research or ask a question from somebody else. How would you help them learn a different way? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, 
and it might be today we're just going to go to the beach everybody's had enough this week it's been a hard week we're going to stop and saturday we may do some work to catch up and you know and you just have to give that self that flexibility give yourself that flexibility to take those breaks i mean i need it some days yeah you know some days it's like i just i can't do today (laughs) like it's just not working you know we need to need a little breather and you know you'll you'll find when that's coming you know when they're coming mm-hmm. and you can kind of prepare yourself after you've been in it long enough You're like i feel we're about to get in one of these breaking point moments where they're gonna have a yeah you know <laughs> or i'm gonna have one of those moments and so um again just grace to say it's that's okay great. if we don't get it done today yeah you know we can do it tomorrow or the mm-hmm. day after let's talk about some of the wonderful and some mm-hmm. of the joys of homeschooling what are some things that you have been able to do because the kids weren't in a traditional Mm -hmm. school environment either you know because I know that some of these parents listening whether they're homeschooling whether they're virtual learning they will be looking for ways to enrich their Mm -hmm. their family life during Mm -hmm. this time their students experience you know are there other things Mm -hmm. that your kids do or that they learn during the week outside of Mm-hmm. school just sitting down with the books or right. sitting down with yeah. a computer that you feel like has really added to your life as a family or added to their experience their childhood mm-hmm. um that's a great question because that's part of the homeschooling myth that they're not socialized they don't get out and do and mm-hmm. that's we do more things because we homeschool mm-hmm. than if they were in school because we have flexibility our schedule we can set according to what we want to do according to with his schedule changing it at work all the time if he's home in the morning we may push off school a little bit that day mm-hmm. and just have breakfast with dad and just have a leisurely morning and um but um it is it's just such a joy to know that you can kind of organize your day in whatever way it it needs to be done to fit the family life that you're doing and it gives us time to volunteer and within the past year and a half we've gotten involved at a local um ministry called PAC, which I know a lot of people here know about, but they um, offer food to low-income housing children, um, low-income, I didn't say that mm-hmm. right, low-income families, families yeah. and they do a foster care boutique, and they their service hours are during the week, during daytime, Monday yeah. Mondays and Thursday mornings, and if they were in school, they couldn't do it, but we will schedule our homeschool day so that on Thursday morning when we go to volunteer, we can all go as a family if it's his day off. Then we'll go do that in the morning, and then we'll come back in the afternoon and work on school for that day. We may push an assignment the day before, the day after, to free up that day so that we can get it done. But our kids are out in the community serving and delivering food bags at a trailer park where Mm -hmm. kids, you know, they're seeing kids who have way less. And it's Mm -hmm. changed their whole perspective about just who all's out there in the world and it's mm-hmm. not just about me and you know they're not just within the four walls yes. of their home yes mm-hmm. they're having real life experiences right. with people yeah and it's in those situations where we get to debunk a lot of homeschooling myths because these right. adults that are working with them are like oh you guys are homeschooled oh well it's actually kind of nice to work with y'all today y'all are doing <laughs> a really good job thank you yeah. you know and i hear that about my kids from other people And that's where I'm like, you know, they are interacting with people from all walks of life and all ages. And that is making them so much more well-rounded, able to communicate with people of all ages. And they're not peer-focused only. Mm -hmm. 
and not sheltered. They're not sheltered. Mm -hmm. And yes, we're sheltering them in certain ways by, you know, making sure that we're protecting their spiritual heart, but we're also opening them up to the world and being able to be that filter with them to say, Hey, you saw this today. How do you feel about that? Yeah. And you know, that's, that's been one of the blessings is just to get out in our community and be able to do things like that as a family. Yeah. During the school week. <laughs> Such yeah. a great opportunity. Yeah. Sure. Are you guys involved in any homeschool groups in the area, which, you know, you don't have to list them all or mm-hmm. anything, but are there are there those groups available for these yes. families yeah. that suddenly find themselves within their four walls? Right. And, okay, well, how how is my child going to make friends then? Mm-hmm. How are we going to... Yeah. Are we gonna, how are we going to be social? Um, that There are multiple uh, learning co-ops in the Savannah and outlying areas. Um, we personally have not gotten into a co-op. We did when we lived in Tennessee mm-hmm. for a year or two when yeah. the, Ella was little and just starting out. Um, but we moved here. Um, we did not get into one, mainly just because his schedule changed often and some of them you had to commit to one day every Mm -hmm. week and you Mm -hmm. had to be there and I didn't want to lose if he was off that day well we got to go to co-op see ya we can't hang out with dad today so we personally didn't choose to go the co-op route but I know a lot of families do Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of good that they offer a lot of interaction socially with field trips and things Um, you can do as much or as little as you want and there's going to be resources to do all that Um, but along those lines, too, I, I felt that one problem that you can have with homeschooling is the, the game of comparisons mm-hmm. where, oh, their, their kids are doing that. And, oh, oh, my goodness, we're, we're, we haven't even touched that yet. Or, right. you know, I feel like homeschoolers for a long time had to prove they were better True, yeah. than typical school kids because yeah. that image was they're not going to learn like they can in school so they had to prove we can and i think sometimes it borderlines on excess of we got to do be the best at everything and do all these things and push 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 and you know when you start comparing how this family is doing and how their kids are doing and i told my kids that i had thought about this but if look at their schoolroom, it looks like it came off of Joanna Gaines's Magnolia <laughs> magazine, and mine looks like an episode of Hoarders. Yeah, you know, like that's what I'm like. That is going to kill you because you know you do you, and mm-hmm. you've got to find your piece. And I, I like to say that I homeschool with blinders on. Yes, that I, yeah. I put the blinders on. I'm not looking at what you know they're doing or they're doing. I mean, you do want to look and and ask advice and opinions, but you can't be comparing I need to be like that I need to be like this yeah. you what is God calling you to do put your eye on that straight ahead and just so good. plow forward mm-hmm. in That's that for any of us you know it, it so is true. for all life but because we can compare in all areas and it's so damaging because then you feel like I'm not doing enough because mm-hmm. I don't look like them mm-hmm. well God didn't call me to look like them he called yeah. me to look like me and us yeah. and we need to do that and um so that's some advice I, I don't know with that. I don't know who said this, but they I heard this quote: "Comparison is the thief of joy." Yes, mm-hmm. and that will yeah. suck yes. the joy out of anything in life, um, especially when you are feel like you're alone in it and are mm-hmm. you know doing the best you can, and then seeing it, seeing the making the comparisons. That that's just, yeah. that's just great, great advice. I am so um, man. This has been great. 
this has been awesome we've enjoyed having you guys in the living room today and by the way we we do record these in a living room this is real life conversations yeah real life conversations i mean you might have heard the kids i think they're watching tom and jerry or something you know (laughs) talking up there dishwasher going but hey this is real life and so we um we know a lot of you guys that are listening might have you might be have done the homeschool journey for a while you may be just starting your homeschool journey or you may be considering it and may you know what are we going to do in the spring or something like that and we just we really the reason we we wanted to do this is maybe alleviate some fears um give you some give you some hope give you some encouragement and uh we really do want to just help equip that's one of the purposes of this podcast is just to equip families to resource families um and just have these conversations because we're not meant to do it alone and we're better together and when we have these conversations we may hear perspectives that we normally don't hear and all of that so we do want to continue this conversation Uh, paul and carrie have agreed to do a zoom q a come on that's this gonna (laughs) be awesome so if you enjoyed this or, or if you have more questions and just want more um, we're going to put a sign-up link to the Zoom Q&A in the show notes. And also, you'll be hearing about it on our social media pages, The Dwelling Church, um, on Facebook and Instagram. And, and uh, we'll, we talk about our Living Room podcast on there. I do, before we before we close in prayer, um, and Paul, I may ask you to, to pray for us, pray us out. But I do want to give a shout-out to PAC, the ministry that was was. Uh, mentioned a while ago in in the podcast you can go to packsavannah.com to find out more about this amazing ministry you can give you can find out how to volunteer and uh they're just doing such a great work in our city and we just want to give them a big shout out um as well for homeschool families and Mm non-homeschool families you can get involved so we're going to put a link to packsavannah.com the show notes as well and we thank you guys for listening. Paul, I want thank you to you for having us. Yeah, yeah. appreciate it. It's been great. great. Why don't you pray yeah. for us? All right, we'll do. Father God, we just thank you so much for today. Thank you for this time that we've had to, um, to have this conversation. And God, we pray that it would be a blessing to those that are listening. And God, I just pray that you would um, remind all of those that have either found themselves having to do homeschooling or online schooling or being in a situation that they didn't necessarily expect to, or if they're just starting something new, God, would you just remind them and let them hear this encouragement that I know comes from you is that you have given um, these parents, their children, and you've given them, you know that they are the best parents to be for these children Mm -hmm. and that they have the ability to know how these kids will learn the best. And so I pray that you would just bless them with that encouragement and that they would know and be able to walk in the fact that they can trust you to um, provide for what their kids need and what they need to give their kids. Mm. So, Lord, we just trust you with that. Thank you for always being so good to us and always giving us everything we need. We thank you and love you and pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 See you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us in the living room. To find out more information about The Dwelling Church and how you can help support this ministry, visit thedwellingchurch.org.